Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell notification so you know as soon as we put up new video. Obviously, we've got new content going up every day, um, but sometimes two, three times a day, so you don't want to miss anything, so make sure you hit that bell notification. We've got some cracking guests coming up, including today. I'm very excited. Uh, if oh, you, you thank, thanks, Mark. I haven't introduced you yet. I don't know who you are yet. Um, so, yeah. anyone who went to Potter's in the last 35 years at Hopton on Sea would know this man. Um, and if you've gone to Potter's once, you've probably gone two, three, four, five, ten times because it's brilliant. He is obviously, it's, it's Mark, he's comedy, Mark Brewer, but obviously his love for West Ham, which comes through obviously in almost every show, whether it's up singing bubbles or when he chats to the kids uh, and they ask what football team they support and he always gets an easier time if they're West Ham. Uh, it's Mark Brewer. Hi, Mark. How are you? Thank you. Hello, mate. How are we all? And hello to everybody. You do it really well, actually. I do a little chat show, but you do all the obvious bits, like, you know, come and subscribe, come back, don't miss this. You do it really properly. And I just talk. (laughs) I I forget to say to people, yeah, you should really subscribe and come come and watch me, come and see who we're getting. Uh, It's that sort of madness that, you know, that's not the, that's the unprofessional side of me because I'm just a bit more natural. Well, I'm not being funny, Mark, but for, you know, 35 years or so, you've been on stage. It's a bit different, isn't it? It's like doing it. And obviously Mark does, Mark does it at the Brewer House Party every day on on Facebook and stuff. And it's just really good fun. Um, And he gets some good guests on there, like like Jeff Pike the other day, who um, is coming on our channel soon. So it was really good. Um, What's it? So, uh, lockdown for you must be a nightmare. Must be a nightmare. Um, I think the hospitality is the last people to be looked after, and uh, and with good reason. Because if you ever come to Potts, you know that I'm very contact person. I'm very much around people. Um, John Pod, who's the the boss, always used to moan the fact that you know you just go and hug people, you shake people's hands, you're cuddling, and. and, and and that's the problem with even how how do we move forward? Yeah. How do we find? Um, I mean, Warner's at this moment have just said that they're going to be opening in three weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they think they're going to do it. They're going to have a 
like 40 percent occupancy yeah. is it good or bad is it like the fact that how they're going to run that and of course if warners will open i can see potters coming mm. following behind with a small amount mm. how are we going to do it because you won't be able to put people in a the theater you won't be able to get i mean it'll be a different type of holiday mm. i think for this year round if we do open, I think people will be going to have a, a total different holiday. Yeah. Um, it won't be the, uh, I mean, even the dining room, we have a dining room that's 700 people. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I mean, you're just not going to be able to feed people or certain amounts. So I, I don't know. It's one of those questions that I leave, I leave to them and just sort of say, when do you want me to come in? Or when do you want me to work? So, you know, I, I think the hospitality season, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a big question. No, exactly, yeah. and, it, and it's, it must be. It must be hard for you as well, Mark, because as a performer, obviously, you had the the Cliff Show is maybe in June. It's been moved to um, October or something, isn't it? Sunday. So, it was yeah. Sunday. It should have been Sunday. I was more not not. I never get depressed, but I was more gutted the fact that there we are. The, the one time I say, right, I'm coming out of Potters. I'm yeah. gonna. I got invited to do a, a brew unleash to all the sort of basically Essex people. Yeah, some have travelled up from Kent and. Yeah. but mostly it's that RS it's crowd you know and we fill up in two or three days it's almost I had a funny chat that the, I had a phone call from the box office to say who are you because <laughs> they opened the tickets yeah and they didn't know and they just couldn't believe that it, it you know two or three days it sold out mm. and they were kind of like but who are you we, we don't not, not, you know Mark Brewer we don't know I mean even if you it's like most people you go Wikipedia can't you yeah, and nine out of ten people actually will be there, but they, you know they haven't got a clue. They didn't know who it was, and it was like, well, and they were actually asking me, would I like to do a matinee? That's why they were ringing me. Would I do one? And yeah. uh, I went, no, not really. He said, no, no, yes, you, yes, you should. I'm going, no, no, not really. I'm quite happy to do the one. No, but you, you're already full. We could fill another. Could do it again. I said, no, no, sir. so they really couldn't work me out of like the, the attitude, but I don't. It, it is what it is. It is. It's and, and it's been, it's been moved to October, isn't it? It's gone to October. Yeah, it's October third, October, and we had about 20, you know about hundred seats really left right at the back, but all the, those have gone now and everything's gone. So yeah. you know it gets a bit sort of yeah. But well, obviously, feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all about West Ham. No, yeah, we don't worry. I was gonna, I was gonna Come say on. from a performance perspective, this you know having like audience interaction and people yeah. and talking face to face and laughter must be so hard to, you've had it for 35 years and not have it for the yeah. last three or four months must be really terrific but anyway we'll talk about west Ham. don't worry, that's don't worry. I'm, yeah no no <laughs> i mean that's why i did the house party to be honest because you as you probably you know that you probably get some you actually become a little family yeah. This has become a little family of people, and it's not a little family. I mean, we're talking about a thousand people sort of link on to Brewers House Party most uh, mm. most uh, days. But mind you, I've cut it now. I, I can't do. I found it so hard to do every day, yeah. and it was. I found I was working harder doing an online chat show than actually at work. I was thinking like because you need to skill up, don't you? You need to see yeah. who you got to talk to. You're going to chat get pictures and all that. I was fine, I was two or three hours on the yeah. case as soon as I got up that. Um, so I do it two or three times a week now. Two, three yeah. times a week. I find it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. So, come on then. I, and, look, shall I just start? I'll no, start. no, I was going to say, no, this is the same. Same as same with this, this whole thing. It's just, it epitomises the West Ham family, this channel. I started off three or four weeks ago with this idea and I thought, yeah, yeah. I know a few people and it's just developed into this 
yeah. beast of a thing now. We've got ex-players phoning me up wanting to come on, and it's amazing. It's oh, amazing. Of course. And, and, and it's, it's great stuff, way, really great. And I'm really happy for it because it's, it's a passion that we have. And, yes. and I think that – and I mean, all fans are unique, but I just love the, the Amherst because we've got such a sense of humour. Yeah. Um, we've tolerated rubbish football, haven't we, for years – we don't. We know we're never. We know we're never going to win anything. No. We know we're not. You know. We, we know that we're going to get the FA Cup, and, and a team like Nottingham Forest is going to knock us out, or like you know, Oxford shoot us down with four goals. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, we we just have to tolerate the nonsense that we are a team. And, but you know, it's the humour, the humour. But yeah. we have had some fantastic matches. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to laugh about. When you think of the, I mean, I, I it was almost like my head. What should I talk, what, what game should I talk about? But almost Man United kept getting slapped in my yeah. face. Like, every time I thought of a, a fun day, I mean, don't forget our last game at Bowling was Man United. Yeah. When we stopped Man United winning uh, the league against Blackburn. Yeah. And, you know, I was there. And the, and the excitement, the humour. And we were defending. And Ludo, Ludo's goalkeeping was fantastic yeah. at that time. And, and funny enough, when you said to me about, think of a, a, an, an 11, I put Phil Parks and actually put Parks and put Phil down. Yeah. And then when I started remembering how great Ludo was, I went, oh, no, I've scrubbed him up. Ludo <laughs> is a Because what, a, what some games he had, especially yeah. against the United. So, yeah, I've just thought of that. You know, it was um, tremendous, tremendous. Yeah, yeah, he was. So, so yeah, Man United are the games that I'm yeah. going to talk about. Yeah, sounds great. And how did it, but, but Mark, how did it start? How did your love affair for West Ham, because it's so infectious, your love affair, but how? Well, can you believe it? And this is the, the weird thing. My dad was not a West Ham supporter. Can't believe it. No. You know, because most people, most of us go down. I mean, my son's a West Ham supporter because he's, he's, he sees my passion. Yeah. But my dad, I don't know, he was a word call it. Um, he, he worked near Highbury, so he always popped in on a Saturday, like most working men they went and looked at the nearest game and you know but i can't say he was an arsenal supporter either he never even yeah. he never was passionate it was just in those days we all went and watched matches don't you think can mm. you go back with when you know all what i mean if there was a game on we just went to didn't matter mm. you know and you didn't have so much rivalry i mean it was a fan thing but mm. a lot of people um and and that's what i did as a kid um believe it or not um we, we, we moved to like a, a Surrey, sort of Surrey village where my dad had sort of a job um, in, a, in a factory somewhere yeah. and he was a foreman. Um, and so we were Surrey. So Crystal Palace were all my mm. schoolmates. And then you had the people who had that and all that. But my neighbour was a passionate, passionate Tottenham fan. And that's, and that's who I went to watch. But when I say, like, as a kid, I managed to watch Bobby Moore and watch Jeff Verzman, only because he would take me, the neighbour and his son, the two sons, because he was totally football man, he, he would take us to watch Tottenham play, play West Ham. Yeah. Um, so it was all those sort of things that, to, as a kid, um, I think, I think, I, think it, it, I was sold with the, uh, when, when West Ham won the World Cup. I mean, yeah. it's... It's an old gag that we all use. We won the World Cup, but let's face it, Jeff first, Martin Pete is Bobby Moore was yeah. such a, a, a you know the reason yeah. why we all we, we can say it. But it was my as a child, 
that's what sold me totally all about West Ham. Why suddenly, and of course I was only eight, seven or eight years old. Mm. So that's why I, I became a passionate West Ham supporter, even though I had to tolerate watching Tottenham. But I mean, you know, there's people like Jimmy Greaves I was able to watch in those mm. days. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's those sort of like, and then of course Jimmy Greaves, albeit came to, to, to West Ham for a little while. Um, so I was almost the only West Ham supporter at school. That I don't remember talking to anyone at school that, that brought up you know, uh, West Ham. Uh, because again, we didn't really win much after that. I mean, obviously, you know, we've never really won many cups and all that. You know, one of my gutted times when I went to the, the, the Cardiff Millennium Final with Liverpool. I mean, again, we flew up with the West Ham. Uh, I mean, I was working that, that yeah. night, so I, we had to fly up, watch the match, fly back and come back to, back to work. But um, yeah, I mean, that was guttering. Going because we thought we had won it. Mm. I mean, this is the point with our West Ham. How we tolerate our, our <laughs> how we do tolerate. And then it's like the announcement. I hated it. I mean, like you know, Liverpool seventh FA Cup winning. It's like that's the point. It meant nothing to them. Yeah. It really would because you know, it did. But to us, it would have lit so up cool. the whole yeah. streets of East Ham, West Ham. It would have just. Oh, straight. I mean, it, it just would have been so important to us. Yeah. And we were ruined by a, a, a Gerard goal that he actually admits he didn't even look at the goal. He saw the ball and he just kicked it. Yeah. I mean, that's how cruel this game is to us. It is, it is. That's and it, it does seem to us, us as well. Liverpool. That's my point. <laughs> Some people get the luck, we don't. And that's how our fans actually put up with it. Um, but I got very lucky. I got very lucky. Um, because with Potters, where there were some really great guests who were, again, I mean, do you remember that the biggest problem we had was that I was working Saturday to Saturday. It was a week yeah. in the old days. Um, so I couldn't get to see, I really get to see many games. No. It was always the winter, the January period that I used to see a game. Um, but a good guest said to me, um, come up to, uh, come up to, um, it was Neil Davey, he sponsored the, the match. And he used to be, and he used to put money into it. Southeast Electrical, he did a lot yeah, of electrical yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, Upton Park, uh, the bowling ground. And so he, uh, he saw my passion. And of course, he was, he was sponsoring and he said, yeah, come up, come up. So the old devil in us, as we did have the devils out, we used to always play pranks together. And I ruined his big party. He had a big garden party. I mean, they're wealthy people, so he a big, you know, he, he had a garden party. He didn't know that he gave me a ticket and I printed off identical tickets and sent it to all these Potter's guests. All these like little engine like, bracket who were like 80 years old, Harry Collins, a big, like, you know, the 70 year old, another Collins, all these funny guests. And of course, it was all about his family and his friends and, and of course his business. Okay, what have you seen? These nanny, nannies walk in and he's walking into this. The garden party, so like, I don't know who these people are. Anyway, it, you know, we, we had these pranks that I must have cost him, and you know, about another 50 people went into his garden party that he was like, More food, we need more food, what, what's going on? Um, but it was that sort of pranks type thing. But it, we, we did love, we did love, um, I did love going there. Mm -hmm. And then came a point that Peter Story, um, who was the sort of like the operations manager. Yeah. Yeah. or managing director, is, he was MD, made up yeah. 
well, he can can put as well. I, I mean, I so I don't give anybody any, you know, doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Tony Adams got it when he turned up at Arsenal. Glenn Oddle, anyone who comes to Potters will get wet. It's that sort of like, there's no, you know, there's a reason. And somehow, Steve Davis was more into the one of the funniest ones. Steve Davis suddenly sort of tried to get me, said, get, get my kids, they love you, think you're funny. Get my kids up. And I got his dad up in a, in a Titanic sketch. And he was just so funny, Steve Davis. I mean, he doesn't come off course that funny. Yeah. I made him Jack. And he didn't know who Jack was. He was having to give the Irish accent. But I said, when I was trying to explain that you die now, you jump in the water, and he was pretending to jump in the water. But of course, we was adding the water on stage, and he got drenched. And, and, and I show no mercy to any heroes. That, you know, they, they get what they get. But the whole point of this is, um, Peter Story, MD of West Ham, got gunged. I had a gunge tank, and he got absolutely gunged. And he vowed he'd get me back. He vowed he would get me back. So it was the, uh, it was the, from, it was the season where we were now in Division um, 2. I think it was Division 2 where we actually go. It, we, we were playing really well. And it was against, um, there was, I think, Portsmouth, Newcastle. Yeah, 1993 season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I kept getting a phone call. You must see the last game of the season. You must come. You've got to come to the last game of the season. And um, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm, and they know that I'm working because it's May. They know that I'm, I'm full on. And yeah. I said, look, yeah, definitely, whatever it is, I'm, I'll be coming. And they kept reminding me, you will be coming, yeah. So it was a big, they'd sponsored the game. I walked into the lounge and they, and he said, you're not going to believe it, but this kid here, and they pointed to this little kid called Little Pat. He said he's refused to do a mascot's job. I said, pardon? What do you mean? And I thought they were just getting me to now wind, wind him up to say, look, you've got to do it. He doesn't want to do it. I said, kid, I would die. I would have died to be one of those kids running on the pitch. And he actually, and the joke is, he actually went like, well, they've got someone else now. And I said, pardon? They've got someone else who's doing it. Oh, well, forget this conversation. But I said, who's doing it now? And he picked up the program and on the back of the page, it said, gotcha. And the mascot was me. <laughs> and it was their way of saying, gotcha. And I'm laughing, going like, so what? Wait a minute, what, you want to be the mascot? And they thought it was hilarious that they were going to put me in a kid's outfit. A kid's outfit. We had, and remember in the course, it was the last game of the season. Was, we yeah. have to win. Yeah, Cambridge, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we didn't know what's happening with Portsmouth at the time, right. but because we, we would have to, whatever what cost, we've got to beat Cambridge. Yeah. And so now I'm being told, yeah, you've got to go and get, get your, go and sort of go to the, down and get your kick room and all that. And I'm going, seriously? Are you actually seriously doing this? Well, this is not a gotcha. This is like something that I've dreamed of. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, do they realise this, this isn't making me go, oh, no. No, I'm going to invested. Yes, <laughs> fantastic. Well, they put this kit on. This kit's hardly fitting. And uh, at the time, we'd raised a lot of money for Marlborough School. Yeah. And uh, Marlborough School was that uh, we took all this school. And again, it was through Neil Davey in the South East and, and even lots of people. We did a London Palladium show yeah. to, uh, to raise something like 47, 40 odd thousand pounds wow. to take the, all the the, the the year that you know these kids with their parents to to Disneyland, 
And so they were there to watch the last game. So I went over to Kenny and said to Lock, this young boy, do you want to be part of this? And they couldn't believe that I'm actually saying, yeah, look, you wear this kit. And trust me, I'll talk to Pete the kit man and he'll give me another kit. So <laughs> I'd given this young foot to come up with me, to come into. So we, we're in this whole thing. And Billy Bonds, <laughs> now of course, he's going like, I'm not really liking this. I don't think this is funny. And he's talking to me right in my face. And he's going like, seriously? We don't need no distraction. We have to win this game. And, and I have to tell you, I'm being polite there because there was a lot of effing and blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't sort of talking to me ni as nice as this. He was saying like, you know, for, you know. So I'm trying to go to him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Bill, Bill, I get it. I'm the man. And that's why I'm bringing up Freddie up. I'm going to take him on with me. So is that. So you've got to also understand now, I, I've had the London Palladium with 2,000 people and the other yeah. theatres and the corner. But the roar, the roar mm. of the West Ham, the, the bowling ground, the, the fans, and of course, it's such an important game. Mm. I got Billy Bonds being up really tight, the fact that he wants... Well, I'm leading them out. I mean, I'm looking like the captain. I mean, I'm telling you, Russ, it was the greatest day. No, it's no gotcha. This is yeah. the greatest day I've ever had. Um, I mean, take away all the other little things, but, but this was my biggest day. And I'm in the tunnel, and suddenly the, the, the bubble, they're singing. I walk up, and Billy Bonds is just looking at me like this, like really, like giving me the growl, growling look. <laughs> and, the, and literally, the whole thing, and I've got this kid of book on my right, right by, by my arm, and you could hear, you could hear them going, who's that? You know, when you could go in the tunnel, all the fans yeah. are there going, who's captain? Who's that? <laughs> I mean, they didn't know. We know, no, you know. Even if, you know, people don't look to see the mascot. As, no, you know, people are, no. no one knows that. I mean, most, some people might, you know, pass it, but it's not staying yeah. in the rest. They're just watching this grown adult walking through, walking up there with like this kid, and they're going, who's captain? What the, you know, <laughs> well, the roar of this bubbles and everyone is cheering. I went to, I went to, I went to <laughs> Billy Bonds and went, Billy, I'm so, so sorry. But what? What? I pulled my shorts right up to my chest and I came running out. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I mean, that gave it the getaway that this is a lunatic running out there. Billy Bonds was calling me names with bees, calling me the B, the B word. And he really was, he was calling me the bus. And uh, I ran on the pitch. I had the greatest uh, two minutes, three minutes, where we yeah. kicked the ball and did some penalties and with the kid, I took him off. Um, and do you know, I've got no pictures of it, Russ. Mm. I mean, I've, I've, I'm trying, you know, you know, like you, you, you think, I mean, there must be it where must they're filming. Be. Yeah. As editor or someone, and I'm trying to say because in the in today's world, you, I could have said, "Oh, anyone got a video of me coming out of pit?" Well, they would have said, "Yeah." There'd be two, yeah. two or three dozen people saying, "Yeah, we filmed that on our Bobar." We never had that in '93. No. It was just not happening. No. And so, um, if it was, it was filmed by BBC, and of course, whoever was filming it, 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 it was in, unimportant to the fact that this idiot was pulling the shorts up. Running through, running through, and it wasn't really that important. But um, I, I, I always wish to say, did anyone, did anybody film that? Yeah. 
It was it wasn't a gotcha. It was the, one of the best days I've ever. Amazing, amazing. Have that, have that, and of course. I, you know, Billy Bonds growled at me for, you know, since, you know, when I came back to the tunnel and so on. But, of course, we won the game. And, and, and we had the excitement of Speedy scoring. And Was it Clive Allen? Clive, Clive Allen scored the second, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scored the second goal. Um, and Clive's a, a potter man. I don't know if you realise. Clive Allen's another thing to come with his family. Another guy that, of course, got wet, of course. Got wet, <laughs> like they do. But, um, no, um, it, it is. It's, it's, it, I've always had the passion... And, and can you believe, then Then this Neil Davies said, um, I've got a deal with the, um, the Bolin, with the, uh, with the West Ham Peter Story. I've, I've signed uh, for three years a yeah. box. And it wasn't one box. He took three boxes in the new Bobby wow. Moore stand. You know, mm. They did it up. Yeah. And he went to me, would you like to host it? <laughs> host it. I mean, like, and I'm going to him Saturdays, because most games were yeah. always Saturdays. Yeah. So... You know, that's our changeover day. And, of course, I was running things. I was at Potter. So I was saying, we'll do that. We'll do it. We'll, I'll go for it. And, of course, he was not just let me do it. He was paying me on top of yeah. the fact that I was being paid at That he was paying me to host the, uh, his lounge. And we called the lounge Alvin Martin Suite. And we were clever yes. knowing the fact that we call it Alvin Martin Suite. And then when we said, Alvin, do you want to come into your lounge? <laughs> <laughs> Named after <laughs> you. He <laughs> could really refuse that we've named it after him. So we we saw a lot of Alvin Martin at the time. Um, but, you know, he's another, what I call, you know, he, he was a workhorse, a tremendous player. Yeah. He was in my top, he's in one of my top 11. Yeah, spoiler. Martin. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite point. He's, he's up there for it. Um, yeah, so now, you see, I'm now hosting a lounge. Yeah. Which had was big enough. Had about thirty odd people yeah. in it. It was like into three. We put a, we had a little stage at one end. I mean, people were thinking they were come to watch football, and they get there at you know like one o'clock, and uh, there's me on the microphone, and we're taking a mic and taking the piss out of people, and uh, and of course we've got challenges, and we had uh, whatever. When we had sing, I bring some of our singers up, and so. People were getting songs out of it. There were <laughs> there was food, obviously. I mean, we we had so much fun, and, um, and and there was always a comic. So he never put pressure on me to be the comedian on the end because I'm not a joke teller. But you know, we always had a, a comedian yeah. to to come on near the end. So these people had a fantastic, a fantastic football. Yeah. Not die out. Not what they're watching. They were getting comedy, they were having the, the piss taking, they were getting the comedy. And then, literally, at six, like 6.30, we rushed out. And we yeah. had, at 6.30 at night, we had to get back to Potters by nine. And mm. you know what? We were never, ever late. We really? never missed it. In three years, we never missed it. So we did all the home games, um, but we never missed uh, a show. It was just literally pure luck on that side, I think. But um, wow. we sort of timed it to it. And we, we sort of, we'd leave at nine o'clock in the morning, get there at 12, set up. But we had, but it, it just gave me the world of West Ham on top as well. The yeah. management, the, yeah. all the staff, Tony, Kimmy, certain people are still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I had three tremendous years and um, some funny times again. Uh, um, I mean, you know, people like Ian Dowie. I mean, he, well, he did, I don't know. I don't know. I can't count how many goals he scored because I don't think he did score many goals. Probably one, <laughs> three, three. But 
But the fans loved him. Yeah. Because he was a worker. He was yeah. a workhorse. And, and we had the humour about yeah. it. The fact that, you know, he'll never score. It don't matter. We had that humour. Well, do you know, like, we, we, we got there about 12, set up, make sure the microphone's up. And then we'd just go and sit down on the stand. We'd just yeah. jump, you know. Yeah, don't have another thing, yeah. Howie was, again, one of the only people that always used to be always practising. You know, the, the, the really early, the, you know, this is like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Yeah. You know, he was practising, you know, about two hours before the match. And, and this particular time, we sat behind the goal, sat behind the goal, and uh, encouraging Dowie, because, you know, we, we didn't know, come on, come on, mate, come on. And he was literally, all the, all the train was, was kicking a ball in, kicking a ball in from a corner, and he was hitting it on the volley, hitting the ball on the volley. Do you know he never hit the target? Not once. We were picking up the balls out of the We were throwing the ball back on. And, and, and of course, he, he hated us as well, because, of course, we were going like, come on, just, just once, Ian. Please hit the target once, mate. Come on. Um, we were terrible piss takers. More importantly, the lounge also had best player of the match. But we thought we get, you know, we invited, and of course because of the, our connection with Peter Story and that, the player was told it had, you know, they had to yep. come to our lounge. Well, we never ever invited the best player. We actually always invited who played the worst <laughs> that game was. We invited up. Well, of course, and we told him so. What a shit game that was. <laughs> you know, we used to, uh, you know. And in the end, to be honest, it was Alvin Martin, you know, Alvin Martin used to come in instead because he said, look, you've scared all the players off because if they get invited, they know you've, you've just... <laughs> had a stinker. <laughs> they were rubbish. They were being, they had the worst game. And now they, you know, and we used to make them sing bubbles in, in, you know, for it and all that. We used to get a bottle or whatever you yeah, know, yeah. out of it as well. Um, we had so much, so much fun in those days. Three, three incredible seasons. And then, of course, the world changed again because um, the seasons changed. You know, suddenly mm. Sky took over. Suddenly there wasn't yeah. a Saturday game. There was a Friday game. There was a Sunday game. Mm. Sometimes a Monday. Uh, and, I could, and I just couldn't do it. No. And then even Potter's changed. We went with that. and We went with weekend holidays. So where Saturday was a changeover day, it wasn't. Now, Saturdays was literally um, a big main day. Friday mm. was arrival day. Mm. Um, so it became impossible to do. So I was gutted, but I had to uh, call it a day. But no, we had a fantastic time. Oh, do, you awesome. do you remember? Do you remember? Is it Sheffield Wednesday? Come with the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the Sheffield Wednesday uh, always come with the band, and I'd already upset the the man at the team because we flew up to them and we sponsored the game. And uh, with this nil, and uh, they, they they again made the mistake and let me host this the sponsors lounge and of course I ripped into Sheffield and ripped in got a, got a letter back to say you're never invited you're not allowed to come back to Sheffield again and that's because I was only, I was only making me uh, again we gave the prize winner to a guy who had uh, the runs you know the best player match I said we'll give it to the bloke who came off why did he come off they gave it they should have told me that he had the runs and so we gave him man of the match so we came you know I had toilet paper to give him as his prize, but you know, they, they didn't see the funny side. <laughs> but what I'm saying, when, when they turned up with their band, we, we rearranged to get a trumpeter. And, and again, it, you, you've got to understand, we don't get much music at West Ham no. when it comes to instruments. 
No. So again, it, it was a point that um, we've got this old boy, Trumpeter, and I said, look, it's easy, bubbles, play it out. If they attack, if they attack, if we start attacking, do the and we'll charge and do that. And if they're attacking, we'll play like uh, the, the funeral song. Dum, dum, da, dum, dum. And we had so much fun. Oh, so at the first, and of course, they, they all cheered when, they, when we got the trump bubble. They all sang along. What we didn't know is the fact that we were letting this old boy drink. <laughs> because it was a drinking lounge and he was yeah. enjoying the first game. Literally, by half time, he was, you know, at slosh. It was really successful, went really well. But by the second half, he was paralytic and he just couldn't play a note. And when we got to play the ball, it was all over play. It went completely the, from having something really funny and really good. It was disastrous. He was like, so, <laughs> he couldn't play it. We were, the, the fans were looking at like, you know, they show no mercy. <laughs> we had to pull him away. But no, leave it, leave it. Just stay in the corner. Keep, yeah, get, keep peace. <laughs> so, yeah. We had some funny, fun, some great times. Oh, brilliant. No, so funny. Uh, right, let, let's, let's go and talk about your 11, because I think this, yeah, we, yeah. We, we've alluded to a few, but we'll do it. And yeah, what we, tr- we try and keep it to a 4 4 2, but obviously, the only thing we try and say is that you've been alive to see them play. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, no, Mark, you've probably got quite a fair I, spread. Yeah, no. I mean, like I said, I immediately just wrote Phil Parks down. Yeah. And then. After thinking of all the, the games that I'd watched him play, how important he was, I went, no, actually, I'm going to give it to Ludo. Because yeah. I, I thought Ludo was a tremendous, he, he made some fantastic. And of course, I kept thinking of the 91 when we, when each, when like we beat Man United. And I was there all these you know, seasons, the 92 season when, they, when we actually uh, um, beat Man United. Yeah. And then uh, likewise with the Blackburn. So yeah, definitely Ludo. Ludo yeah. is my man for the goalkeeper. Yeah, Phil very close second. Very, very close, close second. second. All right, yeah. put Ludo in. Right, uh, let's go left back. Let's go left, left back. back. Well, look, controversially, because I'm not going for Lampard senior. Okay. I, I, mean, I, I do, like, you know, I'm not saying how great player or yeah, what it is. Agreed. Just the fact that is when you try to think of all the players, um, like Alvin Martin and Bobby Moore, Alvin Martin, I, I went with Julian Dix. Yeah. I thought Julian Dix, and, and, and I thought, like, you know, I just loved him. I just loved his passion. The fans loved him. And what, what a play it was. And he gave it, he gave it, I, I, you know, I love those wild courses. I love those people just give their soul, and so do West Ham. So, yeah, that's, that's why I now put Julian Dix as left. Yeah, okay, let's go right back. Who's going to be right back then, Mark? Ray Stewart. Tonka. Yeah, Tom, yeah, Ray Stewart, I believe that he, uh, again, testimonial, um, another guy that we, we looked after him in his testimonial. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did lots of stuff for him for that. and did lots of uh, Greyhound stuff. We, we, we raised a lot of money for Ray and yeah. got to know Ray a lot. But no, it wasn't because it's friends. It's just the fact that he never let us down. Never yeah. let us down. Um, yeah. I mean, the problem is, is who takes the penalties when you suddenly got Julian Dix who takes penalty and Ray Stewart takes penalty. You know, then you say, who is going to do that? So, yeah, so come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, Tom, because it, yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, centre backs, I could probably guess your centre backs, but who are your centre backs? Go on, then, go on. Well, it's got to be Bobby. Bobby obviously. Moore and Alvin Martin. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but it's obvious, isn't it? It's obvious. I, I love the play. They were so 
big rocks. There were like yeah. tremendous players. There's nothing, nothing. I don't know who else I would have gone in for that. Mm. Tony Gow is a great player, but you, when you say Bobby Moore, well, there's only one Bobby Moore in, yeah. in, the, in that time, um, yeah. and then I just thought, well, other Martin never, you know, he was, a, he was, a, yeah. True, true setback. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what you're saying as well. You know, it's like, as you said, Ray Stewart, Alvin Martin, Tony Gale, they all long-time servants of the clubs, all had testimonial years. Yeah. And... And then, and then we get people rated Ferdinand. And, yeah, uh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and people would say that. But in my day, I mean, he, he wasn't as good for West no. Ham that he got better for United. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's a bit like, you know... Yeah. It's a generational thing as well, isn't it? It's like you, yeah. that's, that's why I, I put in the caveat that you have to be alive to have seen them play. Because if yeah. not, everyone would put no. Bobby Moore because yeah. they know, you know, you're sort of, you said, you're ingrained in, in West Ham. So no, no, for me, obviously, I wasn't around to see Bobby Moore. So yeah, Alvin would get no, in, yeah. but yeah. it might be Rio or it could be Javier Margas. Yeah. How old are you then, Russ? I am uh, 40 next year. Oh, well, so, then you I'm, are so young, mate. Yeah, I'm 30, I'm 39 in September. Yeah. No uh, I look better than you, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you've got more air than me. I mean, take, take away these, this greyness over here. I know, here, yeah. I know, I know. This, this, wasn't, this wasn't meant to be so short, but, you know, no, it's got no. a bit, but, you know, needs must come coronavirus and... Uh, oh, crikey, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I, I'm I, just I, at my grow, though, mate. I'm just yeah. at my grow. I did have the beard shaved off for charity about three weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, I would just say, I was pretty ugly. My face, my kids disowned me. They went like, oh my God. My, my daughter went, went to a bedroom and said, I'm not coming out till that beard grows back, Dad, because that is bad. So yeah, I am pretty ugly underneath that. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I think I gave my wife my, my beard trimmer rather than proper hair. Yeah. And I had alopecia because like, it doesn't work. So yeah. I had like really yeah. bad spots. So I had to get it all shaved back. Yeah, but 40 next year, Mark. And, for, and I will be uh, at Potter's next year for my 40th yeah you bet mate don't worry about that don't worry about that uh let's go left wing or left midfield left field i got uh i put down peters and i didn't know whether i couldn't remember how because he played everywhere martin peters um and i watched him play lots i mean obviously came in played at norwich so Mm. i saw him play at Norwich a bit as well but i just think um i just thought he was a you know the ghost. I just thought he was tremendous yeah. as a mid, you know, I don't put, but I mean, we have got, we've had some fantastic players. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I haven't got Bishop in my list and I love Bishop. Yeah. I mean, he was my gener- like a generation, but it's the point of saying, was he as good as mine? Pizza? I just thought that, you yeah. know, again, um, and I was fortunate to see and play with, play football with him in charity matches. So, um, I'm not any good, Russ. Trust me, mate. I'm no good. I mean, I just just take the mickey. In fact, I ended up comparing most of the charity games. <laughs> I used to give up kicking the ball and say, like, look, you're not going to give me the ball. You're not going to pass me the ball. I'm going to go and talk. So I used to take take the mickey in it. So yeah, yeah. Martin Peters is my good left. Shot. Yeah, go on. let's you know go. We're put in the middle, don't you? No, we're going to go right. Let's go on the right midfield oh. to start with. Devonshire. Alan Devonshire, love. Yeah, yeah. And also, I just say like I'm not saying I dated his his sister, but but, but I did know her his sister. I really fancied his sister, and she they came to Pontins when our very first year at Pontins for Devonshire's, 
came. It was what people did. People came yeah. when I was 18. Yeah. Yeah, so I did. And when she said she was Ellen Demershire, oh! <laughs> yeah, so that was that. See, I tell you, that's bad though, isn't it? That, oh, yeah, but, you know, I never, I never crossed the line. So I don't want anyone to give me hell for that. No, I didn't no. cross the line. I did fancy his sister. But he was, again, a fantastic player. And yeah. I put him with Bishop. Uh, Devonshire and Bishop. Mm. Look at this. My wife's moaning that she's hearing me. Right, she's hearing me talk about <laughs> our bank with someone that she jumped in. She's, see, she's secretly listening to yeah, me. She yeah. normally doesn't bother. She normally no. doesn't bother. She's telling me she's going out. So yeah. anyway, yeah, Alan Devonshire I put up there. That's it. Let's, uh, let's, let's go the centre mids. Who are we going to have centre mids then, Mark? <sighs> Bonzo. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, Bonzo, and, 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 you know, this is no disrespect to Mark Noble. I mean, he's another workhorse. I mean, mm. I love these people. Yeah. I mean, I mean without, without the boys like Mark Noble, um, where would we be in the last few years? Because he's given Very us true. his soul. He's given us soul to it. But no, I had Bonzo and Brookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's again, a lucky to see them. And, exactly. and again, Bonzo, Bonzo would go through, a, I, I know the old saying, you know, but you can't help not say it. He would go through a wall. He would, you know, he's, you know, yeah. He is, Huge respect. Yeah. yeah. Huge respect for him. And Brookin, well, he was the, uh, the master class, wasn't he? Yeah. So it gives us the, to me, that would give us this incredible bend of strolling around. I mean, Trevor Brookin always raved about Jeff Pike. I mean, yeah. you know, and the work that Jeff did. And that's what I'm saying again. There's so many people that yes. we could rally yeah, up yeah, yeah. who work on our workhorses. If you said, let's have a list of workhorses who are our people we love, even Ian Dowie would get on that list. Because yeah, yeah. the fans loved him. He never stopped running. He never took no. charge. And he was like, Pike was the same. But he yeah. was really great. A lot more gifted than I thought. When I started Definitely. watching his goals with Goddard, I was like, bloody hell, Jeff, you really did saw some, you had some, Great touches, but no, no, but you can't compare them to the Brookings no. and to Bonzo. No, guess, so, yeah, yeah. That's it. and, and, and no, but obviously, you know, all these players played on crap pitches as well, you know, like yeah. bogs. And, and I don't think, I mean, particularly my, my generation and, and younger, yeah. um, don't appreciate how you know, because we, we see these bowling or well, bowling yeah. greens now, and yeah. a Trevor Brookin on a, on a bowling green at London Stadium would be. Oh, God. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. They're very much so. Um, so, yeah, so I think, I mean, when you start looking at those great, you know, the midfield, and it could go on forever. Oh, yeah, it could Clark, do. I, you know, I put, like, loads of people. Scott Park, Scott Park, yeah. all again, these people were fantastic. Exactly. Workers, exactly. And they all get, and they all get, like, a mention because it's based on different areas. So I think we've had about... 130 different players appear in people's 11s. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you know, my, my Alvin Martin, Julian, but you get, you know, Peter Butler's and um, yeah. and and Kevin Keane and Martin right. Allen and people like that. And yeah. uh, and it's quite interesting Man when you interview yeah. when, when you interview the 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 ex players, they have a different the 11 is you know you could probably guess because it's people they played with but it's it's more it's really like peter butler he hasn't appeared in any 11s yeah. of fans no, but the, no. he's almost every player um of that era is yeah yeah, yeah right. means a lot to me. right let's and go this is your problem because you are saying you want yeah. the, your top 11 which is always the difficult bit of saying like yeah. look i'm not saying i love i mean come on joe cole i yeah. mean let's say about joe cole that guy was ruined going to Chelsea. Yep. If he'd yep. stayed at West Ham, 
that guy would probably be one of the best players ever in the world because yeah. we let him flare. We let him do what he wanted exactly. to do. Exactly. And Mourinho ruined the poor guy. Mm. I, I, you know, I, I remember when he first, his first game, Joe Cole's first game, there when they announced this guy, you know, brought him on and all that. And you were like, wow. Um, and he did tricks then. And this young boy, something, I'm like, oh my, he, he should have been, he should have been one of our gazers of, of that. And he yeah. never really, and he just, Mourinho ruined him. Yeah, I agree. for that. Slamming for that. Never should have It's a little bit like Rio, I think, because Rio was like had yeah. he had he was a ball player uh, at Upton yeah. Park, and then he went to Leeds a little bit less, and he went to United, yeah. and that got stripped back, and he was a defender really, yeah. not. And, yeah, and I, totally. I think you're right, but that that's all Joe Cole, you know, that that yeah, free, that, no. that free role is something which doesn't happen yeah. in football anymore now. So you know, no, everyone's no, on a no. wing of it. Totally right. Right, let's go up front. Let's go up front. Mark, who we got up front for you, man? Oh, look. I, I, I put two lots. I couldn't, I couldn't really work. I love McAvenny and Cotty. Yeah. I love their partnership. I, I mean, again, it was a period that I saw. But then you say to each other, oh, how can you not? Because I've watched, I watched Jeff Hurst play. I yeah. mean, again, um, you want to say, wait a minute, this is a guy who scored a hat-trick. It would probably be a multi... It might be a billionaire if it had been in the time of this time yeah. to actually be able to achieve that. You actually then put, how can you not say Jeff Hurst is not in, the, in your top 11 when you've watched the boy play? And of course, it was a tougher game, a yeah. tougher game in those days. I mean, you know, literally, when I talk, because, you know, I'm, I'm really close friends to Paul Reaney um, and, and the great Leeds United team um, that he, he belonged to, and they were legends. But weren't they hard and yeah. they tough and you know they were kicking people in the air and it's you know Jeff first was one of these guys that got knocked back, got hit, got knocked out, and you never saw him win. I, I rarely saw him, and I have to say he, he's, he's not he's not a fan of me. <laughs> I'm not you know this is me you know he's not a fan of Mark Brewer because I've teased him so much. So he, he, he didn't think, find it funny yeah. when I sort of said, like, you know, like that I was saying, you know, in a charity match, and he, and he really did, you know, sort of say, yeah. I don't know, you know, <laughs> he, he gave it large. He's like, if that guy compares anything that I'm in, he's not, I'm not can't come in. He, he stood that out and said that. But look, he's still a hero, mate. He's yeah. still what, what I put there. He's got to have a bit of a sense of humour, but that's all I, I would say, apart from as you get older, you would have thought. I mean, Martin Peters let me tease him for death about his nose. I said, I used to say to Pete, Martin Peters, Martin, come on, mate. If, you know, footballers earn a lot of money, you should have got your nose done. Why didn't you get your nose done? I used to tease him so much. To, <laughs> but these guys all know that. I'm, I'm only, yeah. it's with love. It's yeah. a dearing love. Yeah. I'm taking the mix. As mates, we take the mick, mick out of each other. It's just, well, I don't like saying banter because it's a modern word, isn't it? But we, it we is, yeah, I know you mean. Should, should know it, but yeah. Take it back, Jeff Hurst never did. He, didn't, he couldn't take my, my messing around. So, go on then. So, Jeff Hurst is in. Yep. So now I have to think, like, who, who? Shall yeah. I tell you what, really, who, who, like, Never had a chance, and he probably would have been one of our best. Dean Ashton, yeah. never had a chance. I was gutted, and again, it's the, the West Ham luck. Even like Andy Carroll, 
come on, when he's fit, the boy's fit and he's not pissed and taking anything else, you know, that he shouldn't be taking. I mean, the, these boys could have been gold to us. Yeah. Um, Dean Ashton never even had a chance. He never had a chance. But when I watched him, and of course, again, I watched him at, again at Norwich, he was mm. outstanding. Yeah. He would have been a, a rock to us. Um, but then you have to say, who would you use? Who would you, you bring in? And, I, you know, love tote Tony Cook, Trevor Morley, yeah. Frank McAvenny. But he did us one year. He saved us one year. And, of course, he's probably, at the time, one of the greatest players West Ham ever had playing for us, Tevez. I'm sorry, it could be controversial because he didn't only give us a year. See, but what a season it was yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and I can only go, look, oh, look, you know, you know I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's the fantastic, because I love Cotty and yeah. McAvenny. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. Tevez was the best player. He was unbelievable. He was yeah. tremendous. I mean, look, Payat was a great player. And look how unpopular that guy is. But he gave us some golders. I didn't put Paolo Di Canio in. I, I, I mean, these people all deserve to be in this top 11. But how do you put Paolo Di Canio in and not put Hursty in or, or that? I mean, I've I watched them all. He probably scored the greatest goal I've ever seen, uh, um, Di Canio, with a bicycle hit. Yeah. That I was there watching that game. I mean, quite, you almost went, did I just see that? But you have to look on the, you know, he's your top 11. So I could, I could have a top 20, 22, yeah, easy, if you like. Easy, <laughs> easy, easily. I know, and, that, I and that's what's good because you're debating it. It's almost like, you know, I see people, yeah. some people really get, I can imagine people late at night, a bit like X Factor, when they're deciding what groups they're going to go in yeah. with like the late uh, night with the Polaroid photos. It's just like that. But that's what it is. You and asked me yesterday, and I went like, oh, God. And, it, and, I, I, and my wife said, what are you writing? Don't talk to me, darling. This is serious. This is really serious. Put the stuff now, babe. Don't try and talk to me about what's going on on TV. I'm writing out my West Ham top 11. And that is my... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who's Paolo Di Canio? Doesn't matter. I'm debating. Can I put him in it? <laughs> but, you know, it goes Brilliant. on. I mean, I was gutted about Pyatt leaving for... Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I think, think everyone was. I, I, and, and you're right. I think, yeah, it's... It oh, is, what, yeah, what he, he goes a fantastic, fantastic season. He but, no, he, he, don't, he don't get there. He don't get there for nah. it. You know, he don't make it. Not because you've got, yeah, I mean, you've got the, you had such a, I mean, to be honest, Mark, you had such a wide, an experienced, an experienced fan, I call it. Um, so you had a wide range of players. So, you know, it's, it's, it's trickier for you than obviously yeah. people who are around for 10 years. I mean, when you've had like 45 years of watching football of exactly. West Ham, and then you suddenly go like, I mean, I can go back to Clyde Best, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, what a, what a love he was. And yeah. he got stick. I mean, talk about fan stick there in the yeah. old days, but he, I mean, like, you know, absolutely adored Clyde Best as well because it's, when, they, when you look at what's going on today exactly. and how bad things yeah. are, you can't say, you can't even talk about what it was like, no. what the, the fans were like in the 60s because we no one thought they were saying anything wrong. Yeah. You know, they just thought well, this is just natural. So, bless him, like, you know, great, great player. Um, yeah. Yeah, love it, mate. So, yeah. that's my 11. That's your 11. Is there anyone? That's yeah. it, man. That's and don't get, I love, I love Steve Potts. I don't, I mean, there's people I love like that. Like, these are mates. 
these are friends that I would say like, and they probably the fact that I haven't put them in the top 11 will probably give me hell now, uh, you know, but don't mention it to Pikey when he comes on. When Jeff Pikey say, don't tell him that Mark first said, he really oh, wanted to. <laughs> He's probably watching it now, okay. Right, that's it. Well, You'll be all right because it so won't go. The video won't go up until after I've interviewed Pikey anyway. You take about two How days, so you're all right. Yeah, well, you're all right. You just got to say Mark was talking about you all the time. Do you know so what? It was like oh, it was like the Jeff Pike episode. I had to just edit it yeah. all down. You know, it's like yeah, Mark. It's been absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank you so much Lovely, for your time. Mate. And I'm sorry, I, and you shouldn't have. You, you, you the worst thing about my first house party. I don't shut up, mate. I so I apologise, Russ. That I've enjoyed it, and I haven't even talked about the bowling last game of the season when we got we. I mean, that was probably my Brilliant. greatest game ever. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that that's my greatest game, um, and I was one of those fans. And for the first time, I sat with the intercity firm. I mean, you know, I don't know if you know. I mean, yeah. I rarely. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I've always been like in boxes and and, and stuff. And uh, I sat with Jimmy Hampshire, a great academy coach. Jimmy, I don't know if you've ever yeah, got Jim, him Yeah, off, Jim, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, lovely boy, and he said, to, yeah, come sit here. And we're sitting there, and uh, I'm saying, this is great, Jim, this is great. And, of course, the boys turn up in their suits, and he says, yeah, he's in charge, and we sit in front. Oh, is it? No. All right, mate, no. And, uh, well, the worst thing, I mean, we had a dream start. We score a goal, Sacco scores. We think yeah. it's like heaven. And then, the, you know, we're leading 1-0 at half-time. It's all going our way. And then, of course, Martial decides to ruin the, the fairy tale. Yeah. And within, like, 10 minutes, we're 2-1 down in the second half. Well, it was like watching... <laughs> Just like Jekyll and Hyde. It's yeah. purely totally. like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I, I, I have to say it because, like, you know, I'm not saying they're wrong or not wrong. They're just so passionate. Well, now, now we're losing and it's 2-1. They score that blank time. I'm telling you, a, a little water bottle, a little water bottle, there's a big, you know, the big um, claret, claret screen right in front of us. It's all just, it's, it's to yeah. divide the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and this plastic water bottle, and I saw the bloke slam it down. He was only slamming it down because West Ham scored the equaliser. He scored it, he slammed it down. And the ball, the it's it's empty, so it bounces all the way up. Well, it was like they'd thrown a grenade at us. I mean, it was like I have never seen the aggression from. <laughs> honestly, it, this was like I don't know. I was going, like, you know, thank God there was that thing there because it would have been war there and there. Yeah. I disbelief. And I was going, and like Jim's there, and he, Jim's like, you know, because his daughter was there and he's saying like that could have hit my door i go jim it, it's an empty plastic little water bottle mate that he wasn't he, he didn't actually throw he actually it just hit the, the thing and just yeah. kept bouncing but yeah i teased jimmy about it teased him about it fact that you know um but i have to say and I, I i i loved it i adored it and and we had a fairy tale ending. We did to say goodbye to Bolin. Didn't we? we did. <laughs> when Winston Reed scored that last second goal. Yeah. It was. It was. It was so West Ham. Time. It was so West Ham, yeah. wasn't it? So it we be. had a, and that's what, all I can say to you. That's my best, my favourite game I've ever. Yeah. You know, and and, and we've only got uh, 12, 11 days left, and it all starts again. Whoa.
and, and let's not talk about how bad this might be for us. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And again, you were saying, you were saying, hey, no, I mean, you, you were saying also, you know, about, you know, about going back to Potters and you don't worry about that. You just turn up. No. And, and that's yeah. the same with me. You know, I've, I've, I've had yeah. the directives for what, what I can play. I've, I've got to wear a mask and stuff to play the music yeah. there and stuff. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, it's the same thing, you know, I'm just going to go and see what happens. And it is yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah. Do you ever play Claret and Blue? What's that? Do you ever play? Do you ever play the song Claret and Blue? Blue, no. Blue, Claret and Blue. Mitch, Mitch wrote I'll it. write it down. I mean, get Claret and Blue, and I'll send it. I'll text it to you. Yeah, and it's it. just the fact that I mean, the boys, have, the boys have wrote a Claret and Blue. I mean, they've done it properly. It's not like yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Pete over will do it because because I'm trying to play. I'm going to play a lot more like you know fan stuff and stuff because uh, yeah. you know it's not for the not for the fan not for people who are viewing on TV because they'll have stuff piped in probably but just for the, the players. Most criticism I, the most criticism I get at Potters is because yeah. I play bubbles every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, I don't get away. They, they, you know, and of course whether you're Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, whatever you, they cannot believe that I'm playing bubbles. And making everybody even when we even if the fact that I think we're going to lose the game, I said we'll play West Ham first before the game's played. So yeah. that, so we're going to get to saying it now. So we might not like sing it later, but uh, that's the biggest. You're the only person. Is. You're the only person in the world, Mark. I think who's played "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" more than me. That's it. I mean, I've I've, I've, I've played I've played that song for twenty seasons now, Upton Park and London well, Stadium. I have got. I, I, I know we've got to go. We've got to go. But shall I tell you my biggest disappointment? Go for it. My biggest ever di- disappointment was I had this lovely email come through from uh, the commercial commercial director, lovely yeah. girl, comes to Potters, and they said, this is a couple of, well, three, four years ago. So we put your name down to uh, host the uh, host the, uh, the West Ham Awards night. Yep. I said, you put my name down. I said, look, wasn't that like Ben Shepherd who did that the year before that? And before that, was it James Corden? And now you're putting Mark Bird down for this. I said, are you actually? And, and they were saying, look, Mark, we love you. We know what you're like. We know how passionate you are. We know that actually, this won't be a boring uh, prize presentation. Yeah. You'll rip into everyone. You'll give everyone hell. But at the same time, you'll do it with loving endearment. And all yeah. Well, yeah. I said, well, if you think you can get get away with it, if you think you're going to, by all means, well, we've, 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 you're the only name we've put into it. To, to it. And I'm kind of like, oh, wow. Well, well, do you not think like I could do it with Ben Shepherd? Because I'd like to give him some stick. He's yeah, it'd be funny. Like, yeah. Like, you know, an angel, but he's the only one who's ever been sent off twice in the charity matches. Exactly. So I was going to give him, I was going to give Ben Shepherd hell, whoever it was. So I, I did a lot of research. I planned to give all medals out for the worst miss, you know, who was like, like, like the, the biggest guff defending. I was going to actually stop. Let's not talk about it. West Ham live with all these failures. And what about your failure? And I was going to I even had Billich say, look, Billich, I, I planned one of you was talking about an explanation once. I didn't understand a word he was saying. And I wanted to show it. So, does anybody know what Phoenix is talking about? <laughs> I had this incredible... Honestly, I'd done a lot of my work, and two weeks prior, I'd get an email to say, I'm really, really sorry that the board, and this is, you know, yeah. Karen Brady, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, 
I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Who, who's Mark Bruin on their eyes? Who the yeah. hell is a holiday, you know, in their eyes, a holiday yeah. resort man? Um, but they got Tony Cotty. And yeah. I said, what? But he's going to be pretty boring, isn't he, Tony? <laughs> they were gutted as well. They were really embarrassed because they, they really thought. And, and that was my biggest disappointment I've ever had. Oh, well, it was, yeah. That'd be, that'd have been, that would have been you fun. actually do that because it was like, in front of all my heroes, I would have yeah. followed up. Noble would have been, I would have kept giving medals for Noble for everything. Just like, like for, yeah. It's, it's like that, it's like pantomime. It's like pantomime yeah, when, when they get when they get the kids up and the last kid always gets oh we've got, got no gifts yeah. and he keeps coming back yeah. with like he has twenty gifts yeah and at the time Andy Carroll was there right? oh. and of course you can't understand him either so I was actually going to call because a lot of the players I was really going to give the fact that you know no one how do you communicate well yeah village and get village of course that's how you just don't understand him either but fortunately. Let's be brave. We've got Andy Carroll, and I was going to get Andy Carroll. Well, he can't. You can't understand Andy Carroll either, could you? He was another Geordie. He was so his accent was so so strong. strong. I was going, to, I don't know what is Andy. So I was going to rip into him as well. So you know, I, I would never have been allowed to do it again. <laughs> that, he wouldn't have come back, would you? Well, that's not the point. You know, like Sullivan Brady probably would have sued me. They would have sued me for what you know all the stick I was going to give them. Because yeah, I would have shown no mercy about spending money and everything and talk about it. Oh, I would have said, like, you know. But anyway, I'm just telling you, Russ, no, I've thanks. got, at least I got asked. Yeah, you got asked. And that's the main thing in, in, in retrospect. Exactly. You thought of high regard. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. And obviously, thank you to everyone else for watching. Like, share, subscribe. Obviously, watch Mark's house party. And until next time, guys, me and Mark, take care. Stay safe. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.